0: I'm Jewel High, and along with my co-host, Harry Apogu, we welcome you to the SoulCast Podcast. We believe there is great healing and great power in being able to answer for yourself this one question, Who am I? It is our intention to create a space that will allow you to see yourself through the lens of your soul, so that you can ease through life with clarity and immense satisfaction. Join us on this journey as it starts now. Hello, Bell Pepper. It's Jewel and
1: Harry Obogo.
0: And we're so excited to share our expansion with you today. Mm -hmm. It is now episode three.
1: Yes, our third episode. We're still on the air. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Harry.
0: All right. So let's start with affirmation 19 from Harry's book of affirmations entitled From Source to Soul. It reads,
1: The truth is easy. Knowing the truth settles me and it causes great ease to be felt within me. I realize that my experiences feel uneasy and unnatural when I am not conscious of the power of my limitless truth. Therefore today I willfully settle in the ease of my knowing. The ease of my knowing which is my power And my actual, natural state of being. And that is affirmation number 19 from the book, From Source to Soul. Thank you, you Harry. Ah, thank you. Very nice. Very nice. Well, that put me in the mood. (laughs) (laughs) All right. All
0: righty. Many feel like they don't know what to do with their lives or just don't know the next step to take. Yeah. Um, Some feel confused or defeated. Defeated. Yeah. Yeah. So let's discuss how to get unstuck.
1: Getting unstuck. Yes. Getting unstuck. So a lot of us, everyone has had an experience of uh, pure indecisiveness, not knowing where next to go. Yes. Where Everything seems, uh, perhaps, uh, th- all the options don't seem viable. And therefore, there's this feeling of inertia where you just stay where you are. You're not moving forward. You're not moving backwards. You're not moving upwards. You're just in this one space. And so we all know what it's like to feel stuck in a rut sometimes. Yes. Yeah. yes. And anytime I hear the word um, feeling stuck, I always um, think of the image of uh, a turtle or a tortoise on its hmm. back. Okay. Right? Because, you know, it has a big shell. Interesting. Right? And then, but when it flips over, it, it it's like, you know, always it has to sort of um, uh, wiggle itself back upright. Yeah. Yeah. You sort of like, it's like flailing its stumpy legs or whatever they're called or flippers is web feet and it's trying to find uh its balance again and anytime i feel stuck that image is always evoked in my mind for whatever reason and Mm -hmm. i think a lot of us feel that way sometimes where um the heaviness of the shell of the tortoise let's just say um has sort of turned our world upside down and we can't move forward and we can't move backward we can't even move anywhere really and so we feel stuck, and so that um, that's that's something that we can all relate to, um, um, and uh, yeah, that's all we can all relate to. Yeah, definitely.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. love that yeah.
1: the the upside down turtle, the upside down turtle, <laughs> who's stuck. <It's> <laughs> <laughs> and you think about it, a turtle that's upside down. Think of how vulnerable unexposed it is right because it's not natural for the turtle to be upside down and it's very survival Mm. depends on being able to get right back up on its on on to 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 be on to be balanced if it's not able to balance itself again and move it will surely be um, exposed to predators and um, all kinds of dangers and so sometimes when we're when we feel stuck In really extreme cases, it kind of feels like a matter of life and death sometimes. Yeah. Because it's not natural to to not move. Momentum is part of life. Everything that's alive moves. Right. And when you're so, not even still, still is more of a peace thing. When you're just stuck, you're not doing anything, not able to do anything. It feels like you are, well, almost metaphorically dead. Yeah. And nobody likes that feeling Mm. at all. Yeah. Yeah. So. So that's so that's what it means to me, yeah. Right. You have any thoughts and about that? And the world
0: around us is moving so fast. It is, oh, yeah. So a thousand fast. miles a minute, yeah, yeah. And it makes this even harder because yeah. you then begin to wonder, well what's wrong with me? it
1: amplifies your stuckness Yes. <laughs> can i say that <laughs> <laughs> yeah yes, yeah because everything yes. is moving at a million miles an hour so you then feel like because i'm not productive because i'm not producing because i'm not creating because i am not doing what i thought what i think i should be doing or what they think i should be doing something is wrong with me If something is wrong with me Maybe something is uh, is broken within me. You know, mm-hmm. it then begins to. It can easily tail spin, still spin into perhaps a depressive state of mind. Sometimes, if we're not careful. So yeah. So feeling stuck is a real thing. A lot of us experience it, and it has v- varying degrees to it. Obviously, um, but it's not a natural thing. That's one thing we can all agree on. That being stuck is not a natural thing. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Mm. yeah, And so do you think that being stuck is indicative to the misalignment of one's truth?
1: Oh, absolutely. Yeah.
0: So that sounds to be related to yeah, your fear.
1: Right? Yeah. Your truth. Right? Yes. The absence of truth is, res- well, the absence of truth results in fear. Mm-hmm. When you don't know the truth, the not knowing produces an insecure feeling which is a byproduct of fear right so when you're stuck typically there's a fearfulness that is uh, that that sort of enshrouds it because you don't know what to do or where to go right 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 and that not knowing is a fearful feeling because it's unnatural again to not know what to do or where to go right so you're right. Absolutely. Fear. Fear is one of the many, many um, uh, root causes of of, uh, of feeling stuck. And sometimes even the fear of making waves, of, of doing something new, of not trying to rock the boat, you don't want to rock the boat too much, mm-hmm. even though within your soul, within your truth, you know that this course of action is the best, but because you're fearful that if I make if I do this thing, I will rock the boat. I will make waves, right? And so the fear can then keep you stuck. So oh, not yes. like you don't even know what to do. Right. But you're fearful of the reaction to what you're going to do. The waves or the ripples it will create.
0: Right. And that's what I was going to say. You think you don't know
1: mm-hmm. what to do. Yeah. You
0: think but you, don't you know, know. Yeah. sometimes what you to do. do.
1: Sometimes it's clear. It's it's a it's a loud enough whisper mm-hmm. within you. But the fear of the consequences of the action is what keeps you. But sometimes I tell people I say, if whether you're in the boat or outside the boat in the water, if you want to swim or move, you're going to have to create ripples when you swim. In the water, ripples are formed or waves. If you're in the boat and the boat is moving, you're still creating ripples or waves. In other words, momentum by nature is going to create ripples and is going to create waves. There's no escape in it. So the fear is obviously, like most fears, irrational. You are going to need to move. If you do not move, you will drown. Or you will starve at sea. (laughs) Do you hear that? <laughs> you know, right. because of your fear of making waves. So mm. fear, you're absolutely right, is one of the many, many, many root causes of being stuck, for sure, for sure.
0: Yeah. Definitely, yeah. Mm-hmm. definitely.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And so it's good to know that many of us has, have experienced this yes. at least once. If you're an adult, <laughs> <our> for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's. I think it's It's definitely a part of the journey. Yeah, function uh, of not, growth. Right. Yes. It's it's not a bad thing. Not at all. And so. Not at all. Yeah. Right. And so I think that it requires the decision to get out of it and move forward. It requires action.
1: Action. Action. I love that word. Action. Yes. Inaction is action. Yes when you don't do something you're doing nothing so you're doing something which is nothing yes (laughs) so yeah action is required and when you're stuck between who you are now or who you think you are now and where you want to be or where you think you should be an action is required to begin the movement from point a to point b yes And like you said or alluded to earlier, sometimes we know what to do. And the hurdle isn't the action or not the knowing of it. It's the fear that keeps us from feeling worthy enough to be bold enough in our truth. Mm -hmm. So any kind of action that is truly inspired by your truth and not just the conditions about you requires a certain kind of boldness. And the boldness being bold requires that you change the narrative and the story you're telling yourself yes you have to change the way you talk about yourself in your own story the narrative is important if in the story right you are the one who is fearful of doing something then that's the reality that will keep repeating itself But if in your story you're the one who has come to a point where a change is required and that you are the one who is blessed enough with the intelligence and the capacity to carry out that change, you're the one honored and anointed to do that, you see, it changes the story. Both versions of the story are essentially fundamentally the same, but the way you tell it to yourself is what empowers you to be inspired. To make the change that you know you have to make, right? To get out of the state of being stuck.
0: Yes. Yeah. So you you must change your perspective on change the those story, thoughts,
1: change the perspective. Yes. Yes. Yes.
0: Yeah. Give it a new meaning.
1: Give it a new meaning. Yes. yes, I love that. Yes. Give it a new meaning. Give it a new meaning without denying the reality of it. Exactly. Give it a new because what is is what is. You can't. You cannot fight or argue with what is Right. that they say is, is the root of all suffering is what will create resistance. You can't see something that is painted red and say, well, it's purple. <clears throat> Excuse me. It is not purple. It's red. Now, if you want it to be purple, there are steps you can take <laughs> to course. change it from red to purple. <laughs> yes, right. Yes. But acknowledging what is, right, does not disempower you. It just makes the uh, transaction clearer for you you know what you're dealing with right? right if you don't if you don't tell yourself the truth if you're sort of emotionally dishonest to a degree then how can you then honestly take the action the right action that you need to take does that make sense yes. so it starts from the very beginning the very beginning. call it call it by its name then redefine it right mm. call it by its name and then redefine it
0: mm. so this really takes you to truly express the truth mhm don't yes. hold back yes
1: yes yes right being unstuck in that state is an opportunity for you to answer a call from your soul yes right and you can replace the word soul with the word truth so to answer a call from your truth yes so that opportunity even though you may say i feel stuck you can also equally say that this is an opportunity for me to gain a new insight into my truth i have a space now to do that and this new insight this new truth is independent of my past experiences and past opinions about what i thought i should be doing yes So you've given yourself the space to learn a new thing that may have nothing at all to do with what you knew to do before. Does that make sense? I call this uh, it's a soul integrating kind of practice, right? Or SIP for short, SIP, an acronym called SIP, which is which is what I used to remind myself. I think of it as. Uh, sip like i'm sipping from the chalice of my eternal well-being soul kind of thing like i'm allowing myself to drink my own truth Mm -hmm. right not my kool-aid okay but my truth that comes from the soul and if it's a true thing that i haven't experienced before it means it's a new thing if it's a new thing it means i've never experienced it before which means my old thoughts perhaps are not suitable enough to handle it I have to create the space and the opening to receive it. So being stuck can be a good thing. It gives me the space to receive a new thing.
0: And the opportunity to build that intimate relationship with your soul, which is very important to all of
1: this. That's what it's all about. Your soul, according to the poet uh, Rumi, your soul, and I'm paraphrasing here, came here to express its own joy. It came here to express joy, yes? So joy, for it to be expressed, has to be inspired. Yes. And inspiration usually is caused when conditions are presented that don't match where you need to be. The contrast inspires a new thing, inspires a new step, yes? Yeah. If you're walking to a place... um, You take, you put one foot in front of the other, yes? You're walking. So left foot, right foot, left foot, (laughs) right foot, yes? So you're moving. So each step is a new step. Same legs, but it's a new step. So you're inspired by where you want to go, right? You're inspired by where you want to go and uh, that produces the, the willpower that your body receives that then powers your walk your feet as they walk however you walk if you walk at all does that make sense yes very. so that's that's sort of that's the image that's the image i would love i would love to live with the listeners today your your way you want to go though it may appear far is the inspiration it's not the mountain most of us look at the place we want to be and say oh it's so far away oh it's so impossible." oh, it's so big, I'll just stay here where I am dissatisfied, where I am discouraged, where I am disengaged, Mm. I'll stay in the space because that thing is too big for me. Then you then, well, get yourself stuck in that space. You're basically just in uh, a hole that you've dug with your words about who you are in the moment. But that mountain is not your problem. That mountain is your partner.
0: Oh, I love that!
1: It is your partner. It calls you. It's here to help you be inspired to the new. You see? Yes. The mountain is not your problem. There's no problem that exists outside of your head, because you have to call a thing a problem uh, for yes. it to be a problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Speaking about exactly. Things. So you are the one who has the power to assign value to anything and give a thing a name. So if you say that thing I want to do is too big and too impossible, you've made it. You've created it. You've christened it a problem.
0: Yes, and one thing we must remember is that the universe serves us. Mm. You so if you don't pay them. attention to the, your language, tell them those soul in the back. Your language. <laughs> yes. Okay, the universe will what serve you're saying, you. Yeah. So be careful yeah. what you say. Yeah. Yes, I like yes, I the like The mountain that
1: will do what you want. Oh yes. Including be a mountain. Or it can be a partner. Yeah. Yeah. And your soul has prearranged it all for you. And there's nothing that you're given that you can't handle. It's just you're not there's not it, as long as you're on earth there's nothing that can happen to you that you cannot handle. Because your soul, your space of God within you, is what some of you may call God within you, right? And for that thing to be what you may call God or infinite intelligence, nothing can be greater than it, including the challenges you face. If you want to come at it from that perspective. Yeah. Yes.
0: Yeah. Now, there are many things we can do to get unstuck.
1: Absolutely. Let's
0: discuss those things. Yes. Yes. Yes.
1: Yes. How to get unstuck. Uh, the first thing I would do, first of all, there are many things, okay? And we're going to talk about just a few things um, because we can't cover it all. But um, one of the things I would suggest if you are in that situation is to look at your state of being stuck as, uh, as, as a process of healing, okay? Don't just think about it as something that needs to be over done with think of it as a process or a place that can be a process that can facilitate some healing that is required okay and healing just implies that there is a disconnect or a brokenness of sorts that which led to the indecisiveness you're feeling or the feeling, whether it's low esteem, unworthy, or not feeling like, or feeling fearful, whatever bus brought you to the stop, okay, right, is something that needs a healing. And if you can come at it from that perspective, you automatically allow or give permission to for your soul to sort of come to the foreground, to come to the forefront, I should say. Does that make sense? So think of it as an opportunity to heal, first of all. And then extend extend some of the goodwill that you have within you towards yourself. In other words, be compassionate. Now, whenever we see our friends or our loved ones or family members who are stuck or who are in that kind of situation, what do we do? We start encouraging them. Yes. Right? Mm -hmm. We tell them that... It's not their fault. They can make it through. We are compassionate towards them. But it's funny, when it's our turn, when we're in it, somehow that switch is turned off. Yes. We actually start playing the blame game. Yes. And sometimes we don't even think that it's okay to pause and be actively and willfully compassionate towards ourselves by not... By, by not, not creating excuses for where we are, but not being too hard on who we are in that moment. Let ourselves off the hook, in a sense. Yes. Yeah, Yeah. for getting to this place. Whether you knew why or don't know why, just sort of forgive yourself for being in this place. Again, you're looking at it or you're approaching it from a place of desiring healing. Mm. Yes. So what I what get kind of from healing? that
0: is trust, compassion. Yes. Yes.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Trust yes. and compassion. Yes. yes. Absolutely. And then, and then, if you are able to do those things, right, do it with the understanding that this too shall pass, as they say.
0: Patience. Patience. Patience.
1: Thank you. Yes. Thank you for that word, patience. patience. This too shall pass. This is a chapter in the book, okay? And you're in the chapter, okay? And it's okay to be in this chapter, all right? The chapter is not the book. It is just a finite part of the book. Yeah. Yeah, you getting that? Yeah. And it's okay to read the chapter and reread the chapter if you want to get a thorough understanding of where you are. Just don't get stuck in it. Yes. Which again, it's all part of the changing the story, changing the narrative. If we call this chapter hurt, let's just say, perhaps something happened that got you stuck. Some people get stuck as a kind of reaction to something that hurtful that happened to them. You know, if you experience like a breakup that was painful, right? You didn't see it coming. You thought everything was great. And then out of the blue, this person up and left and left you with a mess to clean up, an emotional mess. Mm-hmm. You're going to be stuck because, you didn't, because you're confused. Confusion equals indecisive. You're trying to figure out what's going on. You're not moving forward. You're not moving backwards. You did everything. You know, you, you, you're, you're, you're going to be stuck. Yes. And so in that place, you have to understand that this chapter is called Hurt. We have called this chapter of the book "Hurt," which means the chapter has a beginning word and a beginning paragraph, and that means it has an ending word and an ending paragraph. Oh yes, yes. So far, so good. So far, so good. So you say this chapter is hurt. I am in it. I am in it. I do not deny it. There is a, a a quote from a, a British, I believe, she's a British poet. Um, it reads, "Let it hurt." Let it bleed, let it heal, then let it go. Yes. Nikita Gill, I think is her name. Let it hurt, let it bleed, let it heal, then let it go. That's a way of reading through to the chapter. You don't just stop on one page. Right. Let it happen. Let it work itself Allow out. Allow yourself to Allow feel. Allow yourself to feel. To feel so yeah, that you can be Despondent then, in that yes. moment, yes. And it's you learn
0: okay. from that experience. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: Allow yourself to feel. Yes. It. Yeah. So that's one thing I usually will offer um, anyone who is in the thick of it, where they're sometimes even about to cross the line of depression sometimes. I say, well, feel it. Because resisting the feeling is causing you- to get more of that feeling they say what you resist persist yes yeah so allow the pain allow the bleeding if you will knowing that this chapter is going to soon end i'm about to start a new one a new chapter that will be very different from what is now yeah, yeah. so
0: don't get stuck get up get <laughs> don't up. get stuck <laughs> Get you know up. What? And I like that. Action. Yes. Don't get, stuck. Move get up. Move forward. Yes. But you must make the decision mm-hmm. to do so. Yes. That's the key factor yes. yeah. in it. You yes. have to decide because guess what? No one else can do it for you.
1: No one can breathe for you. No. No. No one can beat your heart for you. No. No one can think for you. As much as some people would love for others to do that for them, it is one of the, is an impossible thing. You are responsible. You have to take responsibility yes. for yourself. And I like the word responsibility because it's like it's made up of two words, response and ability. Yes. Your response to who you know that you are will give you the ability to do what you need to do in honor of who you know that you are. Even if you, who you think you are is less than the truth, you will still act accordingly. So take responsibility for who you are.
0: It brings me so much comfort to know yeah. that I have the power yeah. to control my life.
1: It's It, it can it, be no other way. And it should not be any other way. No man should have any power over another right. in truth. And we know this truth in our souls. Yes. And we detest whenever society or a system says otherwise something about us just instantaneously rebels we just revolt at the idea yes of being held to task by any one thing right and or being enslaved to any one idea or ideal anyone you are free enough to be as free as you want and you are free enough to be to not be as free as you want the choice really is yours Oh, yeah. It's the truth. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm.
0: You know, we need to just give ourselves a round of applause. <laughs> because you know what? This is what it's all about. We're yes. taking the necessary steps yes. to get unstuck. Yeah. And enrich our lives yeah. and others around us. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. this is so great. I'm Movement. so excited for all of us. Movement. Momentum. Yes. Yes.
1: Yeah. and And if you can, learn to ask for help if you have come to the conclusion that this thing that you are facing is 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 insurmountable by yourself alone ask for help and there are varying degrees of asking for help okay some of us are experts at asking for little things <laughs> <laughs> we know how to ask for the little you know yes, mundane I know exactly stuff what you mean. yeah yes But we are yet to transcend to a place where we surrender and ask for the real, deep, big things. And when you're stuck, that opportunity presents itself where you say, Hey, I am in this chapter called hurt. I am bleeding. And I can't stop the bleeding by myself. I need help. I need healing. A healing I can't give myself. And Fessing up to that gives you permission to reach out to those, or rather, gives you permission, I should say, to create a reality where those who can help show up. It could be a book, it could be a person, persons, it could be a group, it could be someone from the past or someone we never met, it could be a relative or a stranger. It could be professional help counseling, seeing a therapist. It comes in varying variety of ways, Yes, right? Yes. You, But the one that suits you the most, that will meet you where you are, will show up if you give yourself permission to ask for help. I personally struggled with asking for help for really? a long time, yes. Because again, by virtue of how I was raised, that's something that wasn't very, it wasn't typical or encouraged, right? Okay. You, you sorted it out by yourself and you manned up and you know and then you know you keep going. Some things you can do that with, others you can't because everything is energy, everything is energetic, and so even if you sweep it under the rug, <laughs> it will show up in a drawer somewhere in the room. <laughs> <laughs> So true. <laughs> it, 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 will, it will manifest <laughs> it in some other way. <laughs> it, it, will, it will show up and yes. it will be bigger and meaner than ever. Yes. And sometimes I've realized that asking for help does not diminish the soul. I cannot diminish the soul, it's impossible. Or my self-worth. Yes. If anything, I honor myself enough to receive the gift given when I ask for help. See, just changing the story makes it more um, uh, makes makes it more makes it a more beautiful experience. Yes. to ask and receive for the right kind of help. So ask for help, ask for support. There are people and things who are ready to support you. Even our group Wera is, in a sense, a support system. Yes, it is. Yeah.
0: Yes, it is. Where
1: people of like minds gather as often as we gather. Right. And we support each other in the teachings and in the uplifting of each other and encouraging each other and so on and so forth. So, whatsoever it is that can support you on your journey, receive the gift of it. Receive it. Receive the gift of it. Don't yes. let your pride get in the way. Mm, okay. That's a whole other show. Yes. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> it's another show. But, you know, you made me
0: think of myself. It mm-hmm. took me a while to ask others for help yes. because I always had the answers. Yeah. The independent you know, spirit I, that we encourage oh to have my, oh to yes. can sometimes work against I've us. I've always yeah. been that way. Yeah. But I say, you know what? Yeah. One day I woke up, I said, no, I said, you know, it's better together. It's I'm, better it's together. Better I like together. that. I like that expression. Yes. It's better together. And I'm going to ask for help. And yeah. ever since I started, yeah. my life has changed. Yes.
1: Drastically. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's interesting it's, how, when you open up yourself to that idea, the resources that flow your way oh, are resources that you never, it, they show up in ways that you never could have exactly. planned or imagined. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Very yes. good. That's very yes. good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So ask for help, okay? Be compassionate towards yourself, okay? Understand that the phase you're in is but a chapter in the book, okay? And allow yourself to hurt if you need to hurt, right? And then ask for support or help if you feel or believe that you cannot do this by yourself you'll be you'll be surprised at how much help and love and support will flow to you sometimes from the least expected places and sometimes from the um from the um not from places you didn't even imagine or comprehend one of my best friends today um i never would have imagined he would be my best friend or one of my best friends because when i first met him over a decade ago i met him with a group of friends yes? okay and the funny thing is of the of that group of friends he was my least favorite <laughs> <laughs> not <ironic>. not because <laughs> of anything he did but because of the opinions of others that were fed to me about oh. him right and so i went with their truth or their lies I should say and it wasn't anything damaging it was just one of those you know social you know how social environments can be sort of go with the majority sometimes and so but this person so I would always sort of be wary of him for whatever reason just automatically and then when life started happening and things started breaking down as things do to get me to the next phase of my life the other friends who I thought were closer to me could not survive the tests with me they weren't equipped enough to survive the test I was going through at the time. You see, yes, but this one person who was for who was in the back, distant part of my mind, as I, a friend, okay, somehow was strong enough to swoop in and help, and the help felt more genuine because I had no, there was no agenda yes, there. Yes, yes. Does that make sense? And it taught me a valuable lesson about um, first impressions. Because first impressions, I find, are usually not the real impressions. They are borrowed impressions. It wasn't... It, the impression I got of him was borrowed and therefore false. Yes. Until this day, all those other friends, I don't even know where any of them are today. Look at that. But this one person, I can trust and know I know that I can call it for him in the morning because I need help. And he might he me as well. So, again being in situations like like um that make you feel stuck can open your eyes to such miracles miracles of a true friendship for example which is something i didn't think i need needed at the time Mm -hmm. but i really really not only needed but depended upon for a long time does that make sense that's beautiful Yeah, yeah so it opens you up to new possibilities usually from the least expected source yeah. Very nice. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Yes. Yes.
0: All righty. It's about yeah. that time. Let's see if we have any mail.
1: Okay. We mm, have my mail, mail mail. All right. All right. All right. Okay. <laughs>
0: all righty. What do we have? So What's we in the have box? Miss Sylvia from Paraland, Texas.
1: All right. Miss okay. Sylvia. Sylvia. You now, say? she
0: listened. Sylvia. Yes. Okay. Miss Sylvia. Mm-hmm. So she listened to our previous episode okay. about loneliness and mm. lies. And she asked, what is the difference between depression and loneliness? Hmm. Ah, the That's difference
1: between depression and loneliness. Mm-hmm. So I believe last week we had a definition for loneliness that, um, that defined loneliness as the absence of intimacy with, yes. the self, with the soul, between the self and the soul. And we did obviously expand on that. But um, so that's loneliness in a nutshell. Depression is a state of isolation that feels lonely, okay? But loneliness is not the only feeling there, okay? Right. Uh, In a depressive state, there's a heaviness that comes with it, there's anger sometimes, you're angry. Hopelessness. Uh, Mm -hmm. Hopelessness. Angry at being hopeless or the hopelessness of things or how you see things as hopeless. And there's the feeling of unfairness that is insurmountable. So what's the point kind of thing? Um, Depression is a very, can be a very dark journey of the heart, right? When it feels cut off from its life force, from its life source. And, um, and so that's the major difference between depression and loneliness. Loneliness is a, it's more of a feeling, okay, which is the effect of a lack of intimacy with your truth. And depression is more of a state of being, which encompasses your whole existence. It covers everything you do, whether it's work or, uh, or relationships. Yes. It covers everything. It seeps into everything because of a belief that you have about um about the hopeless hopeless state of your being or and the hopelessness of the world and you're feeling disempowered to be able to do anything change anything about it and just sitting in it waiting for you know everything to end almost so that's i would say is the major difference between loneliness and a depressive state of being and of course depression isn't i'm not a clinical psychologist but there are varying kinds of depression um, so if you are depressed and loneliness is a symptom of it yes I, I, that's what I, I was going to you, say. I mm-hmm. urge you to um, you know seek professional help or therapy of sorts and that's very useful yes. um, because it is unnatural to be uh, uh, to be uh, in a depressive state and therefore it is and it's a medical condition sometimes yes yeah.
0: And yeah. sometimes you may yeah. need assistance.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Typically, if you are depressed, clinically depressed, um, assistance is um, of the utmost important because sometimes it can literally be the difference between life and death. Life and death. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. So that's the major, um, major difference. Yeah. So thank you for that, Sylvia. I yes, appreciate your question. Yes. Thank you, Sylvia. Yes. Yes.
0: All right. Well, that's all we have for you today.
1: All right. That's it. We're done.
0: We're done. Thank you so much for tuning in to episode three.
1: Yes. Thank you guys for uh, sticking with us. And thank you for your uh, correspondence, for your mail. And thank you for uh, subscribing to the podcast. I believe we are on um, Apple. iTunes now, is that what it's called? <laughs> I yes. believe we're on Spotify. <laughs> I believe we are on um, Stitcher. Yes, uh, Google Play. Google Play, yes. thank you. Yes. We're on Google Podcast and Castbox and all the. So if you would platforms. like
0: direct links, all you have to do is visit www.waira.me hmm. slash podcast.
1: Slash podcast. There we go. Yes. 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 And you'll find us there and feel free to share us with your friends and your social medias and the, the grams and the book of faces and all those things you guys are on these days what's the latest and greatest i don't know they have the um <laughs> what do you call it what? The, the picture one the snapchat there we go I'm not a huge list. fan
0: of Snapchat. See, I'm I don't know of any Instagram, of this. Girl. Okay. See, I don't know any <laughs> I like any Instagram. Of these. Yeah, um, well. but yes. And so, if you have any questions or comments about today's episode, feel free to email us at harry@wayra.me. Yes. Harry at That's Harry at W A Y R A. Dot M
1: E. Hmm. All right. And I think that's all we have for this week. Ciao. <laughs> Adios. <laughs>
0: this episode of Soulcast has been brought to you by Wera, the acronym for Who Are You Really Anyways? Wera is an initiative that delivers new insights and clarity through a new model of thinking about who you really are for anyone who wants a more profound sense of freedom, security, and worthiness. This is done through interactive webinars, seminars, and private consultations. Join the Wayra community now by visiting www.wayra.me, that is www.wayra.me.